This is episode 132 for Tuesday, April 24th, 2018, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be discussing Style 21B, Specialty IPA, New England IPA. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Powers, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back to another episode of Brew Styles. We are back in studio after the last two weeks of being on the road, uh, well, which three was... Three weeks. Well, two weeks, but three episodes. Yeah. So uh, we had a lot of fun at Big Texas and, and visiting the guys out of Bankhead and uh, Blue Bonnet, which I didn't get to go to, but... Neither did I. Y'all did, so that was... Well, it's been a great time. so anyway we're back in studio um i'm looking forward to this episode there's been a lot of buzz about the new england ipa as of late so i'm i'm interested to try a couple different examples and learn more about style so anyway i'm joined today by sawyer he's right here on my right how are you doing sawyer i am great it's been a while since i've seen you in that chair yeah, it's been actually a really long time, probably <laughs> since before the wedding. Yeah, yeah, so, you were ringless before you... I was, and uh, she put a ring on it, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. That was also a good time. It was. <laughs> it, it was a great time. Killed so. an entire bottle of Rebecca Creek. Yeah, in, in like a matter of hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty legit. It was, it was a good time, yeah. for sure. Also joined by Travis. How's it going, Travis? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm enjoying uh, looking at our, our new table decoration that is sitting here. It's a massive <laughs> blue. Um, it's blue. It's blue. <laughs> it's yeah, cool. and we actually haven't mentioned this since the episode, but at Blue Bonnet, I entered a few beers. I entered four different beers, and none of them I was really over the top about. I was... Yeah, I just kind of entered them because I had them, mm-hmm. basically, and, and I like to get feedback on them from uh, sometimes certified judges, sometimes not, but it's always a blind tasting, so you get some authentic comments on your beer, which is great, because you know, when you give your beer to a buddy and you're looking him in the eyes, it's like, oh, it's good, <laughs> regardless of what, what it tastes like, so this is always a good thing, uh, but I was I had no preconceptions about winning anything at all. And apparently I won a first place in a category that I entered. And so uh, <laughs> specifically, uh, yeah, specifically I won the, uh, the number one quad in the Belgian dark strong ale category. 
out of 63 entries, I was the top one. And I believed that I had no chance of winning so much that I was at home. They were going through all the, I guess, the award ceremony. And, right. And <laughs> the categories. Yeah. Travis is struggling he, today. Yeah, I was bit. about to say, he's still speechless from this win. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to say. But uh, I, I was at, you know, of course, Powers and I were at Blue Bonnet Friday night, and mm-hmm. we had a great time as per the episode. It's, if you haven't heard the, that one, then listen back to it. It's pretty good. And then the next night, it was the award ceremony, and I had not planned on attending because I knew I wasn't going to win anything. But uh, I saw that they were doing the live stream. So I was like, okay. Sitting home with my, with my wife, and we're watching TV, and I pull up the live stream. Just every now and then, I'll clue into the audio. And then I was listening, and I, I heard them introduce this category, and I, I thought I heard my name for first place, but it was kind of garbled, so I wasn't sure. But, you know, a few seconds later, started getting calls and text messages and Facebook messages from people. It's like, <laughs> like, dude, you just want a freaking Stein. You're not here. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big deal. So I, I brought the Stein to put in the middle of the table because all these other guys haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to prove that I wasn't lying. <laughs> he stole it. He stole it. <laughs> He just um, ran back up and said, screw you guys, going home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's you know, that. On that note, Courtney's never seen South Park. <laughs> oh, goodness. I know. Oh, I, well. Also joined today by Powers. How's hey, it going, Powers? <laughs> going pretty well. Going pretty well. I'm glad to be back in the studio. Uh, the, the mobile recordings were most certainly a lot of fun. I'm sure you guys heard me. Uh, loud and clear at Big Texas. Yeah, you disappeared for you had, a while. You had a good times. time, I think. I had a really good time at Big Texas. It was <laughs> my first time attending, and let me tell you, within the first, I guess, hour and a half, when that when that first bit with the with the sprint booth sprint booth happened, uh, <laughs> uh, you could already tell that I was uh, that I was feeling pretty good, and it only got better as the night went on. Yeah. <laughs> I love hearing that every yeah. like four minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> at, at the end of the night, you know, Power somehow ended up on a train. Yeah, we were talking to him one minute, and the <laughs> next minute we can't find him, and so we text him. He's like, "I just got on the train." And yeah. I, oh, okay. And I was like, "God, I hope it's the right train." <laughs> well, I was just like, so, so you guys told me, "Hey, train's leaving. We got to go." And so I'm in he the group, in the group, the in the group. Train. And then I see beer, and so I peel off to grab another beer, just one last beer, and then you guys are gone. And so I'm like, okay, I think I remember how to get to the train station. I like beer. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are gone, but I get to the train station, and I was lucky enough at the transfer point at Pearl, uh, the red line was pulling up as we were pulling in, so I was able to hop straight from the green line over to the red line, which is the one that goes up towards... Uh, where I live, um, you know, there's a, there's a red line station pretty close to where I live, and yeah, and Anna picked me up from from there, and I made it home. Well, safely. We're glad you made it home safe. I, Thank yeah. you. I'm also excited just because uh, I'm starting to make investments into my home brewing uh, this nice. week, and you know, more Very on nice. that later. Uh, but I should be uh, should be setting up to brew my first big five gallon batch here. Uh, Hopefully within the next week or two. So cool. More on that later. Awesome. 
Well, I'll take a second and say thank you to our listeners for sticking with us through all of our shenanigans, to say the least. Um, go ahead and find us on all the places. <laughs> we are on all the, all the things. Uh, but more, most importantly, if you can go on to uh, iTunes and leave a review, that would be fantastic. Uh, I don't care what you say. Just give us five stars. <laughs> I'm hoping, uh, hope, hoping we got a little bit of exposure while we were out and about, though. I definitely, out in a boot? Yes. <laughs> we were wearing the shirts. People were asking us questions. Yeah, we handed out a lot of, uh, of our business cards. Yes. So. Has anyone checked iTunes lately? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been a little while since we've had a review. So uh, go ahead and get out there and review us. It would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so. uh, if you're looking for something to do on May 4th, uh, come out to New Main Brewing, uh, 7.30 p.m., Housebone. It should be awesome. Nice. <laughs> so uh, what are we talking about? No so, idea where this conversation's going. <laughs> anyway, so let's go ahead and just jump right into our conversation about New England IPA. I think Travis has some resources that he combed through that he was wanting to share with us today. So, Yeah, this is a, a trend that has been a long time coming. I like and, the bookmark, by the way. Yeah, beer porn. <laughs> and uh, whenever <laughs> Powers and I were at Blue Bonnet, we went around to several booths, and it seemed like we were just seeing trend after trend after trend of yes. hazy IPAs. And everyone had a New England IPA, and they were all really pushing it. And so I looked through some of my... Uh, brewing magazines that i have i got two subscriptions one to zymergy because i'm a member of uh american homebrew association and that's their official magazine comes out bi-monthly and then brew your own i also have a subscription which is also bi-monthly sometimes but sometimes it's one month and uh i found two of these recently within the past year that are all about the new england ipa so i thought it'd be interesting to kind of go through a little bit of the history of some of this uh, on this podcast, we've talked about the history of IPA time and time again. Uh, but let's kind of skip all that past history and go to straight to the American history. For a long time, you had two main IPAs: West Coast and East Coast. West Coast was always very neutral grain bill, very neutral yeast presence, but you know, really present on the hops. They wanted the hops to shine and nothing else. Mm-hmm. So that's why I get like the the bombastic bitter bombs, bombastic bitter bomb, bombastic bitter bomb. Nice that you get <laughs> from uh, from the West Coast IPAs, which is basically just a hop in a glass, and it was very punchy, very intense. And then you got the East Coast IPAs, which started off as you know more malt heavy, kind of an, an English uh, English influence. But then, uh, as we talked about on our Black IPA episode, it's black. That there were some influences from the New England area, Life drops. Uh, specifically Greg Noonan, which we talked about that back in uh, 1994. And so you had the uh, the the East Coast IPAs, which uh, if you remember in the Black IPA episode, we, we went into this history a little bit. But you had uh, in 1988 Greg Noonan and Steve Poliwak, Poliwak, <laughs> they founded the Vermont pub and brewery and they went kind of a different direction with the ipa because they started doing the uh the modern black ipa and that uh, really really kind of changed people's perspective on what the ipa is compared to uh the west coast and then let's see enter john kimmick and this is i'm reading from the october 2016 
edition of the Brew Your Own magazine. And this article is written by Dave Green. Credit to Dave Green. Enter John Kimmick, who in 1994 moved to Vermont with a specific mission to brew under the tutelage of Greg Noonan. And he had uh, previously worked in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at one of the mainstay homebrew shops, Country Wines, and uh, was also really, really a fan of Greg Noonan's work and especially his book, New Brewing Lager Beer. So he worked at Vermont Pub and Brewery for a long time. And then in 97, John parted ways and with his wife, Jen, founded a new brew pub of their own in 2003, which is called the Alchemist Pub and Brewery. This is very important because currently the Alchemist Pub and Brewery makes probably what is uh, what is known as the best or what is considered the best New England IPA that's out there called the Heady Topper. And so after after they opened their place, they created this beer called the Heady Topper, and it was it was hazy due to their process uh, to make this. They realized that they didn't want to filter it because after filtering it, it changed kind of the the impression that the beer had. It kind of stripped some of the hop process, the the, the hop character. Too many microns. Yeah, and so they decided they didn't want to filter it, and that led to what is known as the the hazy IPA. And that was a uh, that was in the mid the mid two thousand. So two thousand eight, that's when they it really started to spread. Oh wait. Now, and, in, uh, in American IPA, it does allow for some haziness. Um, it says, should be clear, although unfiltered dry hop versions may be a bit hazy. But we're not talking about a bit hazy. No. <laughs> we're talking about, like, opaque. Yeah. Um, the, uh, some people call this the milkshake IPA. Like Ugh. balls. Or have, have orange hazy. juice. There because are ones that have been popping up that are named things like orange milkshake yeah <laughs> gross i think i think there's one called brett shake i think i saw yeah gross. yeah they, they decided to uh, yeah collective <laughs> brewing project yeah what's so collective about that <laughs> what, what? <laughs> exactly yeah and so uh it was kind of one of the unique characteristics of uh his hop forward beers that was when it was poured fresh and unfiltered they were unusually pretty hazy he found that filtering his beers were potentially in- introducing unwanted oxygen to the beer and stripping the beer of many wanted characteristics. He was using the Conan strain at the time, a yeast that his mentor had developed with one of the many that are now familiar with, uh, with English derivations. It's hyphenated, oh. so it's hard to read. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the Conan yeast strain. Plus John's solid brewing base and his flair for experimenting with hops, all proved to be a winning combination for his East Coast brewing revolution. Interesting. Very so interesting. it's uh, it it's a style that is new to us mm-hmm. in right. Texas, but apparently it's been a long time coming. Uh, as I mentioned, the uh, Heady Topper from Alchemist, which we don't get here, it's brewed in Vermont and it has a small distribution, but uh, that's been known as one of the one of the top end New England IPAs for a long time. Uh, I, I've tasted it once. It was at a, uh, it was at the Martin House Riverside Shootout. I think the same year one? that we saw the crawfish hopping around. Yeah, and some oh, guy walked yeah. around. I was like, dude, I got this. I'm gonna open it. Do you want to taste? It's like, yeah. And I don't 
remember anything past that. So <laughs> I assume it was good, but I don't know. We uh we have lots of actual recipes that we can give later on today too, but we'll hold off on that for now. But uh, basically, what you need to know is that the New England IPA is a trend. Yes, and it is a very very hot trend right now, and very polarizing. Yes. Uh, the strange union guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I touched on. Very scared to call their beer a New England IPA. <laughs> because there's a very certain characteristic to yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, other than the hazy character, it's supposed to be like juicy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not, not overly bitter, mm-hmm. but just all kinds of fruit juice. And there was supposed to be, I think they said some sort of pillowy mouthfeel that kind of mm-hmm. should come through with the water chemistry or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that sounds like there's a lot that goes into brewing what a lot of people would consider a proper New England IPA. And there's not a whole lot of um, versions that we get around here. We found a, a, a handful, enough to, to do this episode, but um, I'm sure if you live in a more northeast part of the country. You <laughs> you yeah. get them a lot easier than we can here in Texas. But uh, hopefully we have a good selection and we'll kind of get an idea about what it is we're looking at. Word. We don't really have any quote-unquote commercial examples for this because it's not an official style. But yeah. I'd say maybe the one that's closest to home for the style is probably the one we should go with first. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. All right. We ready? Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, well, first up is... What? Huh? (laughs) First up is the Samuel Adams New England IPA. Aptly named. Uh, Hazy and juicy. It's 6.8% ABV, 35 IBUs. That's pretty low for an IPA. That's really low. So uh, keep cold, drink fresh. Well, that's all. Oh, okay, that's all the can really says. Uh, freshness matters. Enjoy before date on the bottom, which is bottom June twenty eighteen. So we're good. All it's right. hazy as balls. I'm sad that Untap doesn't have a tall boy check in style. Mm. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> it does look kind of like orange juice. It does. Has that same kind of. Does it have color? Pulp. No pulp. Oh. No this pulp. This is the pulp free orange juice. How do you know? <laughs> IPA. You can't see through it. I like all. to sift the pulp <laughs> through my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing that the Zymergy magazine does mention is that uh, the New England IPA, while full of hop flavor and aroma, oh. is in many other aspects the opposite of the West Coast IPA. So, West Coast IPA is like as high an IBU rating as you can get. Just crazy bitterness it's going to strip the enamel from your teeth that kind of thing uh any ipas are intentionally brewed not to give the incredibly bitter and instead to give you wave after wave of hop flavor without any astringent bitterness which is what the heady topper is described as from the alchemist so are they doing lots of first wort and lots of dry hops and late additions and does it probably i yeah because at this point, the only thing I could ever tell before was, yes, someone intentionally threw a bunch of like flour in their beer, and that's the only <laughs> difference between this and any other beer that comes out of it. Well, like we mentioned before, on Oops. the American IPA, 
style, it does say dry hopped versions can be hazy. So it would make sense if it's all extremely dry hopped. Because I'd heard of Hetty Topper a long time ago and had it at a homebrew meeting. And then, yes, while the lobsters, lobsters, crawfish were crawling. But uh, I'd never thought any different other than, oh, yeah, they didn't filter this one. Not like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what a bright new world I should. <laughs> now, some of the New England IPAs that I've seen are, like, extremely milky. This is not that. It's hazy, but it's not yeah, milky. Yeah, it's hazy. Yeah. It's like a yellowish-orange. as balls. Big, frothy white head. Or maybe they're just filtering the mess out of their pictures mm. to make it seem like they didn't filter their beer. Maybe so. It does have a juicy hop aroma. It yeah. does. Really bright, really fresh. Sweet. It's juicy. Yeah, lots of, like, citrus notes. Lots of just kind of drippy citrus. Drippy? Yeah, drippy. Like when you squeeze the peach. Yeah, like fruit drips or <laughs> or resin sap drips off the tree. Drippy. And that's pretty much all I get from the aroma. And if you try it with LSD, then it's trippy. <laughs> there is still a you know a hint of bitterness in the flavor. Uh, actually, I think it packs quite a punch. What? <laughs> Sell. <laughs> s- <laughs> Six warning throws. Fatter nope. like that one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> really like that I, one. I, wow. I like how he laughs on top of the drop, so now you can kind of go dropception with that. <laughs> yeah, dropception. That's I like it. I don't know. I was like, oh my, I'm. I'm doing the drop over the drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's a beer. Yeah, um, that the was aroma derailed. and flavor are quite different. Because the aroma, I'm getting just like the really bright, fresh, fruity, intense, yeah. and then flavor is a little more subdued. It's pithy. What? Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it does have a bitterness, but it's not as drying as you would expect a. Mm. IPA to be. It's not like a a standard hot bitterness you would get from West Coast IPA. It's more of the bitterness you would get from licking the inside of an orange peel. The, the, the pith. Which is, the which pith. is the pith. Which is yes. what Rado yeah. just said. Yeah. Well, I was just making sure that everyone understood what pith meant. So, yes. Because <laughs> I think Sora went, what? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I didn't really catch it. Sorry. <laughs> pith is like the white part of the inside of the peel. It's really bitter and gross. Yeah. The part you try uh, to avoid. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can use the, the, or, the peel orange zest, and that was like the orange part, the colored part. And so, you know, you use like a microplane grater and... Scrape that off, but you'd always want to try to avoid the white part because that has little flavor and just pure bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, yeah, kind of has an invert, right? So, um, ah, uh, should we do like a yeah? A, <laughs> should we do like a juiciness level on these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that one? That one was on the way to the sprint booth. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, listen to that segment. You said the same thing like five times. Powers of talk. Yeah. Talk, 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 talk. Yeah. Awesome. 
And y'all got Sprint stuff? Yeah. The bar key is actually just, not bad. You didn't just get the bag that Rody and Chad got? No, no we, got, like, we had like we pretzels the in there. <laughs> and they got the like bar key. empty knapsacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that no. sucks. And they were like, don't bother. There's nothing in it. It's just this bag. And then y'all came back with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so this beer. Anyway, so one being water and okay. 10 being pure fruit juice. Mm, like a four. Maybe yeah, we should go one to five on this. It might be easier. Yeah. It's also going to be hard to do with just this one. Maybe a reflection yeah. might be an easier. I think we just well, yeah. should stick with what we get. If you imagine a, a, a glass of orange juice yeah. and then compare this to that. One to five, I'd say this is probably like a three and a half. Oh, I was going to say two and a half. It, does, it is fairly juicy. It is, yes. This is one where they strip the pulp out and add calcium or something. <laughs> yeah. I've had juicier. Now that pillowy mouthfeel thing that Powers was talking about before, I'm not really picking that up a whole lot. I'm getting too much carbonation to pick that up, I think. That might be part of the point. I still mm-hmm. have a pretty good white head, even towards the bottom of my glass. Yeah. Right. And actually, everybody still has at least around yeah, the it does, the cup a nice little It white. does coat the glass. So that might be part of what they're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a whole page in uh, one of these magazines I have that talks about water chemistry for this style specifically because it's very different from just a regular pale ale. They don't want it to be uh, light and and real dry. It needs to be kind of soft and pillowy. And so there is a big water chemistry concern with making the style uh, correctly. Well, correctly because... I put in quotations, air quotations. You can't see that at home, but I did that because it's not a it's not a well defined style yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's defined through the successful commercial examples that are out there of this, and all those have a really soft, pillowy mouth feel, and that comes through uh, the water chemistry additions. So that's what we're looking for. Uh, very different from your standard West Coast IPA, like we mentioned. So we're looking for just a a more refreshing, less drying, less bitter, juicy kind of beverage. And, and yeah. I think I'd go with a 3.5 as far as the juiciness index. <laughs> and juiciness. I'll, I'll go with a 3. I don't have much to add there. You guys have already said it. I'll go with a 3. I, I kind of like this. Like I do too. The, I've, I, I do like the style. This one is, I didn't know what to expect coming from Sam Adams. You know, we kind of had the conversation before we started recording this segment about how they're still craft, but they're like on the edge of craft. They are square in the New England uh, demographic, though. Yeah. Or as they say in the biz, demo. Boston beer in New England. Huh. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're they're big beer. Where are the New England Patriots from? They're big craft. Foxborough, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) <laughs> Where are the New York Jets and New York Giants from? New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> 20 goes through there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, directly through New Jersey and Boston. But when I think craft beer, Sam Adams is not one that pops into my head. That, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, it's it's right on the cusp. So I, I didn't know what to expect, but I I rather enjoy this beer. So um, I guess poundability. All right, poundability bit rating on the super pills. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Eight or nine, probably. I'd go with an eight. Eight. 
I'm I'm down at a seven here. That that pithy, bittering characteristic brings the poundability probably a little bit down further than what you guys have. I mean, I could chug this easily, but I don't really want any more. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is bad news for the rest of the podcast. Yep, I'm kind of with too there, juicy for Frodo. you. What? Too too filling and too juicy, yep. too frothy. No, I just don't really like it. <laughs> Travis, before we cut you Fair off. Enough. Yeah, my pound of build is a little messed up today because I just, uh, before I got here, I was at Cool Keg and I pounded a, <laughs> a grisette that has, uh, <laughs> it was like wood aged and yes. had uh, Chardonnay yeast or something weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But I had to, I had to do that for Glenn. For Glenn, who was passed, I also saw your other check. R.I.P. Glenn, weren't helping you either. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with an eight on this one. I like it. Way to go, Sam Adams. Way to set the bar. Can we all have a moment of silence for Glenn? Oh! All right. Well, after that stunning and gorgeous moment of silence, I feel like we're all gonna need a nice beer. Yes. <laughs> that sounded explosive. To to br- to bring our spirits back up. And I've got the perfect one for this. I'm glad uh, you asked. Yes. <laughs> I've got the f- perfect beer for this. It is a 10th anniversary celebration beer from Franconia. It's, so it, this is a local example. So it's not coming from New England. Uh, it is their special edition Hazy Days. Uh, so this is, uh, if you've listened to the Blue Bonnet episode... Uh, I had an interview with uh, the guys from Franconia. They were talking about how for their 10th anniversary, they're doing four kind of different beers than what they're usually used to making. Not this, German? Basically, yeah, not <laughs> German. And so they're um, they're going to be featuring these in seasonals. And this is the first one. Uh, it's their New England IPA. Here's a quote from Powers. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing 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 yes uh, it is amazing yeah was it at blue bonnet that you interviewed him or no was it at big texas that, no this was at blue bonnet that i interviewed them okay. but that was from big texas okay. you can you can hear the whoa in the background <laughs> uh, i'm gonna be honest this one doesn't really say much i've had this I've had this too. We, we all had it. We all had Texas. it at Big Texas. It's at Big Texas. Oh, I'm just uh, not checking we it have too. Not, Sorry, we have not had a chance to break it down. And That's what she said. And since we're doing New England IPA this week, figure let's go ahead and break it down a little bit. Now I don't know what ABV this is. Because, six point eight. Okay, it's six point eight. It's not on the bottle. <laughs> so yes. So uh, why don't we talk about the beer? However, um, I was looking in Untapped for that. Untapped says six point eight, but it says. Uh, N-A IBUs. So oh. apparently the IBUs are non-alcoholic. Okay, cool. Um, well, that's good. <laughs> but no, it. seriously, I, I'd i be curious to know what the IPAs are. Wow. Non-alcoholic. <laughs> what the IBUs, <laughs> what the IBUs on this IPA are. <laughs> maybe it's on the International website. International Yeah, maybe it's on uh, their website. I'll look it up real quick. Possibly, but it's hazy. It's they a didn't little bit... use any orange pith on this one. They used mint pith. Hmm. It's a little darker than the last one as far as color goes. have a pith. Mint pith. So it's difficult. Well, I I know what you meant. Here we go. It's hazy as balls. Yeah. Looks like orange juice. I'd say it's darker and a little hazier 
than the Sam Adams was. Definitely a little bit. Yeah, it's more mm-hmm. opaque for sure. White frothy head, lasting. More of a subtle uh, citrus characteristic on the aroma. I'd say mead. Who knew? Well, I don't think it's quite that much. No. <laughs> either either their website picture is incorrect Yikes. or we have the wrong beer. Because, they poured a uh, uh, Franconia Amber. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. When they took a picture. That's interesting. Yeah, he's, oh, he's holding up a picture on his phone that has this label, Hazy Days, but next to it is like a Dunkelweizen <laughs> in, in a Weizen glass. I don't think that's correct. I'm not sure that's correct. Dang it, I always get it wrong. Yeah, you do. And we're boxed. Anyway, so uh, their website... <laughs> Says 6.8% ABV and 35 IBUs. So, so the same as 85 the, IBUs. Yeah. So the exact same as the New England uh, from St. Adams. Okay. Getting a little trigger happy over there. This What's is, an IPU? Did I say IPU? I'm sorry. I said IPU. IBU. There we go. <laughs> International pittering unit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Aroma on this is a little... Well, it's actually starkly different from the same Adams. Yeah. This it's a little is, bit more subtle on the citrus. Yeah, this is not like the intense, juicy, really rich, drippy, I'm as, actually, as I was made fun of for saying earlier. I'm actually getting some pine. This is one I could get behind. Like, um, like pine yeah. saw, almost. And the more it opens up, the less I get the That's mint a- that I had earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you okay, Sawyer? There's something on this end of the table that just today it's funny. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, Yeah, I'm getting a lot of pine. uh, Yeah. At least a lot more than the last one. It's not like overwhelming pine, but it's definitely present. Do you get pine cones? Mm. Not enough wool. Yeah. Yeah. This the is, flavor is a lot more bitter, a lot oh more dry, <laughs> starkly different from the New England, and has a pretty significant <laughs> malt backbone. You're not gonna have to speed that one up. Yeah, it does. A lot more bitter. Hmm. Yeah, that uh, we couldn't have had two more different beers than we did between the Sam Adams and this one mm-hmm. in the same allegedly same style. Have we all drank it yet? So, yeah. see, this is the That's thing. That's what we that, were doing while you were laughing about yeah. something. Oh. <laughs> this is the thing that makes me go, yeah, they threw flour in the pot. All right, cool. <laughs> um, this one's a lot more sweet than the other one. Did I miss that already? Well, we all said the exact opposite. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll like to add something then. If yeah, you mean sweet I think... by use of dark malts, I could see. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> What I, said, <laughs> what I said before was it's a lot more dry yeah. and a lot more bitter than the Sam Adams and also has a stronger malt backbone. It tastes just that's, much... Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Like it tastes much more like a traditional IPA than the yeah. Sam Adams Actually, one. it kind of reminds me of Hacker Shore with the sweetness. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is it sweet at all like agave? I mean, um, I, now you're just... <laughs> Not necessarily, no. Okay. Yeah, this one is is pretty dry, pretty bitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't really get the the big juicy fruit notes that I'm assuming we're supposed to get from this style. No, I think they missed the mark on this one. Normally, I really like Franconia's beers. I th- I think they missed it. 
but Franconia was a very specialized brewery with a very right. specific intent, and this is not right. It. And, and, and that's why I'm saying, like, normally I really do like their stuff, but maybe they should stick to what they do best. Chris, yeah. I disagree with you. Hmm. I'm th- not saying it's a bad beer. I'm saying it's not what they claim for it to be. Oh, okay. okay. Never mind. Yeah, it's it it's it's a fine beer. Uh, I definitely would have probably lopped off the New England in their uh, description. I wouldn't have said that this was New England. Actually, it has it kind of to me has the flavor profile of a double IPA. Yeah, because it has that strong malt backbone and that that mm. hoppy bitterness. No, this tastes. This does not taste like Mr. Wiggles. But it's hazy and it has a big white head on it. So so clearly, it's a New England IPA. Yay! Oh, really? So this is probably where a lot of that argument comes in. Where uh, them old England, we're talking IPA. about, we're talking about <laughs> some people saying like, "Oh, all these new England IPAs that come out aren't actually New England IPAs." Are we just are brewers just misunderstanding what a New England IPA is? Well, I mean, we're we're not in New England, so there's no established guidelines for what it is. Yeah, there's not. Yeah. The Appearance beer. is kind of the first thing. Hazy IPA. So yeah, once you get past the appearance, called New England. I guess it's it's. Uh, brewer's choice i guess so. my imperial blonde has now become my imperial new england ipa <laughs> but i think i think it's that still not purple the whole juicy right? part is another thing that people expect yeah there aren't written guidelines for for what a new england ipa is but i think the same adams can has it pretty well spelled out hazy and juicy right and yes. everything that we've read and everybody that we've talked to about this style has said juicy so I think it goes a lot further than just what what it looks like. Juicy. Yeah, and I I'm a lot more apt to believe that Sam Adams got it right. I'd say so. Than Franconia. How much of that is somebody just trying to copy Hetty Topper, and how much of that is actually a well all of well, it? Well, yeah, right. I, I well, would say all of it because you know there's there is going to be a beer that starts a style. Sure. You know. So, right. So that's why we have the commercial examples. Some more resiny hops. If that was the case, then IPAs can't be IPAs if they're fruity because. Well, no, I just right? there's there's I mean, levels. You see where I'm going? Though, yeah, right? yeah, I do. But there's levels of what's enough and what's not enough. So I've chosen. So like, not enough hops in an IPA would be a pale ale. It's a different style because they didn't hit the mark. Right, but this could be. I'm almost thinking that they've. Part of what's going on here is that they've used a different style of hop. Like I don't, yeah, they don't say what they've used, and neither has anyone else so far. No, but a not big juicy sea hop is going to result in not a juicy IPA. Well, see, okay, so Franconia's website says this hazy IPA features aromas of floral and tropical fruits. Hmm, I didn't get I any of that. Get floral. Some spice and piney notes are also present throughout the aroma, as well as the flavor profile. Tons yeah. of that. Yeah. The haziness creates both a creamy and juicy mouthfeel. No, I didn't get that. Nah. This IPA, compared to regular IPA, has a more balanced taste and quickly drops off in bitterness on the back end, which makes this unfiltered IPA a more sessionable approach for the everyday IPA drinker. I don't I agree disagree. with any of that. No. So, I think... Floral and spicy IPA. No, you're you right. I don't think either this is a really old bottle. I mean, it shouldn't be. These these just started coming out like a month yeah, or two ago. It's right. not old enough to be. Yeah. Right. So that that's what makes me think that I just I don't think it's correct. One thing I did hear is that New England IPA is meant to be consumed fresh. 
like most IPAs. Yes, and <laughs> well, I mean this this style more even uh, more so. Yeah, even more so. It's because it's supposed to be unfiltered, you know, uninhibited. Just this is what came out of the fermenter. Drink it now or forever hold your peace. Well, the the New England I was thinking that. from Sam Adams says June 2018, and it's April. So that's still two months out. That is the best way that Cosmic Wah Division was done, and Cosmic Wah was... Unfiltered? Is that what you're talking Unfiltered, yeah. yeah. Nobody ever said New England IPA, so it didn't get a, a right. whole ton of credit. Because <laughs> he didn't call it a New England IPA. Was it juicy? Yeah, actually, it was. Hey, he could have he could have landed on that corner, called it a Texas IPA then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was when it was straight from the fermenter and it was nasty chunky was like the best version of that beer. So mm. I miss that beer. Or the bottom of the keg. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been to division in a long time. So anyway, what's our juiceability? So what's your pa- <laughs> one juice <laughs> our juice index? Is that what you called it earlier, Powers? No, Travis called it the juice index. Yeah, I'm calling juice it the, the juiceability. <laughs> I like juice index. How juicy <laughs> is it? I would give this a one. Yeah, it's point five. What's the lowest you can go? The fruit didn't come through. No, it doesn't. Nope. Not. It's it's got the bitterness like an IPA. It's got the hop character, but as far as a juiciness, fruit character, nope. No. Not really. No. I'll no, agree with one. No, yeah. No. So what's your poundability rating on this one, huh? <laughs> um, six. Five and a half. Six point five. Is that rabbit hole? It was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I go with a six. I agree with that. Yeah. Seven, maybe. Mm. <laughs> now, Fredo, you didn't like the same Adams. Do you like this one just no, as a beer? Not really. Okay. <laughs> so, New England IPA is not really your shtick. No. Or maybe the lawn just really messed no. up today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what's next? Oh, we're on. Well, uh, I'm glad you asked. Um, yeah, this is yeah. the... Yes, beer. Uh, this is the New England style India Pale Ale. Praise the haze from Epic. I'm A-K-A. sorry, K-A. from Epic Brewing. It's on. It's all capitals except for the I. Uh, it is seven percent ABV, and uh, they've got a few interesting things on the can. Um, the hazometer, which goes to eleven, not ten. Uh, Even though the bar says 10. The bar right. goes... But it goes past 10. Past 10. This beer goes to 11. This beer goes to 11. Oh. It's also got a juice factor, and that goes to 10. And it's also got a dankness meter, which goes to, I don't know, probably like 3 or 4. 3 or 4? So can? I don't understand. Why wouldn't you just make mm. the haze meter just more hazy? <laughs> Why now, what confuses me is it says bottled on and then ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that one. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Why not just make the hazemeser hazier? hazier? What? 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 Hazemeser. Hazemeser. <laughs> hazemeser. Anyways, uh, feel this can. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not a real, a regular can. Although it would, it looks like a regular. <laughs> yeah, can. it looks like one, but it definitely has seams. Yeah, it's got seams. Mm, right, right there. It has a um, regular an aluminum regular. label. Regular. Those are the seams. So, all right. Well, it's uh, it's pretty, hazy. Pretty darn hazy. Would you say it goes to eleven? Yes. 
Why don't? Why not just make ten hazier? <laughs> How are we back to this? <laughs> Effervescent. Period. <laughs> it had a pretty thick head when you poured it. Oh, yeah. but mine's thick gone. white. Mm. Yeah, no, mine's dissipated. Hazy, as well. cloudy. I still have a little bit of head just kind of sitting on top. This is a little bit of a lighter. Or, excuse me, an unusual hue than the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's on point with the uh, Sam Adams. Yeah, it's still kind of like an orange yeah. juice-ish. It kind of smells like orange juice slash citrus slash lots of things with S's in it that I can't really say right now. It smells yeah, good. Yeah, I'd say it has a, an orange note. See, this would be a good breakfast beer, just based off the aroma. Copious amounts of passion fruit. Well, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps, Chris. Why would you blaspheme <laughs> against Martin House? No, I'm just saying, like, this would be a good breakfast beer as well, like, in addition. <laughs> in this addition be... to my daybreak. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, this is... The, you, gotta, you gotta break up the daybreak, you know, just well, to, you yeah, okay. know. What I'm saying is, like, as part it of a balanced... daybreak. <laughs> as, as part of a balanced breakfast, you need to have that grainy daybreak, yeah. and then you need to have the oh, juicy... You gotta get yeah, your cereal, and then yeah. you drink your juice. Yeah, so, so instead of cereal pyramid. and orange juice, you have daybreak and... A new one. <laughs> so then we'll need a it's pepper breakfast. beer. Yeah. And then like a really sweet frambois. Yeah. Well, then then you have your coffee stout. Yeah. To That's finish things off with. So you know. Liberal yeah. amounts of coffee whole. Oh, wow. <laughs> and by the time you pull into the office, you're just schmammered. <laughs> oh, see, I do this when I'm camping. Oh, uh, yeah. I try not to go to the office schmammered. Well... When the office at, when you work at Quick Trip, <laughs> oh, no. especially well, the night let's shift. Let's get fruity. So that's what you guys do all day. <laughs> Flavor on this one is uh, significantly sweeter than the other ones. I would say it has. Oh a, yeah, it it definitely. Um, it, at least compared to the uh, the hazy days, is not nearly as bitter, not nearly as dry. Yeah, not at all. For me, this is actually very similar to the same Adams. This one's got a little something else in the smell of it. like the, a, In the smell? Like a peach or something. What's that, Scanna? I can smell, yeah, I can smell things. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, the, there's something there. But it doesn't... Maybe a slight taste. graininess? It smells a lot like the same Adams, but it doesn't taste like the same Adams. I'd say like maybe in the smell, maybe a little bit of a graininess, but not as much. I don't know. It is more bitter than the same Adams, I think, but not nearly but as bitter as the hazy. Is days. it a bombastic bitter bomb? Bombastic no. bitter bomb. Bombastic bitter bomb. No, there's like a like a I don't know an adjunct grain or something in there. A paradise seed. Ooh, <laughs> an agave nectar. <laughs> oh, something in there on the finish. Parasite yeah. seeds. I've been ah, saying parasite. stuff about paradise seeds this entire time. Parasite seeds. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one yet. Maybe this is a mix of whatever beer they were brewing and the uh, Sidewinder. I bet there's oats in this, for sure. Because it has kind of a... I can see that. That would like be my preferred way. Someone's a so softer mouthfeel, <laughs> which would also lead to some hazy character. Right. And it would lead to a decrease of head retention, which this has a problem with. To Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Fredo, if you ever decide to try to brew a New England IPA, you can just throw a bunch of oats in there and you'll be covered. I'm just going to throw flour straight in it. Flour, <laughs> we need a big thing of oats sugar. to snack on. 
Yes, we do. Right? But those are good. I could eat those all day. Oats. I liked it when they were in the stout. Yeah. I'm eating oats. Mm-hmm. In the brewing process and in the glass. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, mm-hmm. there is a sweet aftertaste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't put a finger on it. I like this beer. I, I'm watch, re- watch, watch. I'll put my finger on it. <laughs> I, I'm struggling to come up with something that's different than what's already been said about the other two beers. Like, I, I don't know. It's Whatever it is that's different is making me like this one more than the other two. Which is weird because when I saw Epic on there, I thought, oh, no. Yeah, right. Well, I, me too. There's a reason I didn't pick this one up because I usually don't like Epic. Yeah. I like Franconia. I didn't like this beer. I don't really like Epic. Uh, but this is my favorite like this so beer. far. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it is a, a happy medium between the Sam and the Franconia. Because the Sam was not nearly as as bitter as either of these. But it had I think it had that juicy note. So yeah. if you're looking for something that's like halfway between the two, then maybe give this one a shot. Um, at, did we... See this one's seven percent ABV, so it's also the highest alcohol one that we've had. By you could have fooled me with that one though, because I don't. I mean, it's yeah, not a I lot because yes. the Sam was six point eight. eight. And so was the Franconia. Sure. <laughs> By the way, I looked at the Franconia's untapped check-ins, and the oldest one was March eighth. So this is not an old beer. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't imagine that it was. Let's see if I can find the IBUs on this one. Citra Lush. <laughs> just because I'm curious to see where it's at. And it rings in at a mild 16.9%. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what in the hell is that? <laughs> I like how you're so you enunciated. What in the hell is that? <laughs> hmm. Awkward silence. Well, I'm going to say I'm there's not much to say about this. I'm researching. I'm I'm kind of along along the same lines as you, Powers. It's it it's nice, mm-hmm. and it's there. It's it's Got good. Some good New England IPA notes. Yeah. It's not offensive. I'm it's, not upset about it. Yeah, I'm not off the walls crazy about it. I love this beer. <laughs> it's um, it's beer. Yeah, it's beer. Hooray, beer! And sometimes you get those, and those are always the ones that that. Uh, Cause us to stumble the most on a podcast where we're supposed to talk about the most incredible new thing. <laughs> Except the beer we have is, well, it's it's in style. It's okay. It's what you ask for. So there you are. <laughs> My palatability rating. <laughs> Ten. Yeah, this one's a lot a lot easier. I go with a nine. I was gonna say like seven and a half. Eight. I'll I'll match Travis at nine. Yeah. Easy to there's there's the mouthfeel is probably the biggest thing for me is um not so much carbonation <laughs> as probably the other two had. Um definitely not the Sam Adams. This but, one is at seventy IBUs. Really? Um their their website says that they were downright irresponsible with hop utilization. <laughs> Experimenting with everything from lupulin powder to a massive hop back. And exploring the flavor synergy 
of fermentation hopping. <laughs> Literally cramming more dry hops than our tanks can even hold. But it won't tell me which hop it is. Mm-mm. Which for some reason I need to know. Well, apparently... It's Fuggles. Well, <clears throat> when I looked at their website, uh, this is a rotating series. And the reason there are so many different <laughs> ones... <laughs> is because um, their website says, our New England-style IPA rotates through different recipes as and hop charges. See, that doesn't make sense. They, <laughs> they were irresponsible they to, with their sentence syntax right. as well. Yeah, they're not, they're not proofreading their website. So different recipes, different hop charges as we source new and interesting hop varieties. See the side of the can for indicators about each new recipe. I don't see anything about the recipe on the can. Except for the hazometer, juice factor, and dankness. Right. Okay. Which we didn't talk about that. I, I'm not getting a whole lot of dank out of this. Right. The dank yeah. was low. It was like it's, 4 out of 10. Yeah. But yep. still, that's noticeable, Detectable. I would think. No, there was no dank there. No. But they're not. a Colorado brewery, right. so, you know. They have to put dankness on everything. Hmm. Actually, you know what? Smell your empty cup. That's not empty, but... Well, then what have you been doing? <laughs> researching. I was researching, too. I found that they were irresponsible, and I pounded my beer. I found they were irresponsible with their website. Did you at least get a whiff of it, Sawyer? English. It's slightly Several. dank on the empty cup side. I could see it. I don't know if it's a four out of ten. Maybe a three and a half out of ten. Yeah, I don't know. I'm usually very sensitive to tankness. <laughs> That's true. But I, I'm not picking up any tank. I don't think any of their lupulin powder was mosaic. <laughs> Probably not. All right, anything else on this one? Are we good? Yes. Uh, juice index. Uh, not too much. Possibly less than the Franconia. No, more than the Franconia. Yeah, I'd say more than the Franconia, but not as much as the Sam. Yeah. And the Sam was at three and a half. Yes. So I put this one at a two. I agree. Two. Two even. Two. <laughs> oh, wait. We're not done. Sorry. More beers. So mm-hmm. here we go. What's next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as we round out this glass, I have to ask, what is next? That's a really good question, Powers. I'm glad <laughs> that you asked that. He's um, glad you asked. Um, but we are moving to... A beer from North Texas. Hooray. Actually, this is a huh. part one of two of North Texas. We also already had a North Texas beer. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't we? <laughs> this, is, this is part two of three of North Texas. Comes from Three Nations Brewing. Yeah. Out of, um, where are they like? Farmer Farmer's Branch. Farmer's Branch, yeah. Yep. Three Nations, yeah. It's Farmer's a fantastic Branch. fantastic brewery. And uh, th- this beer is called the Haze Wizard. Came out fairly recently. It's listed as a uh, IPA, New England, New England IPA, seven point five percent, fifty five IBU. And uh, as I clicked on it, Untapped has their own little blurb about the New England IPA style. I thought we could read that today, uh, right now. Actually, New England India Pale Ales are a style of IPA invented in Vermont in the early twenty tens. They are characterized by juicy citrus and floral flavors. What? With a more subtle and less piney hop taste than typical IPAs. They also have a smooth consistency or mouthfeel. 
and a hazy Ooh, appearance. He used his quotation fingers again in case you can't see it. <laughs> These characteristics can't. are achieved using a combination of brewing techniques, including the use of particular strains of yeast, the timing of adding the hops, and adjusting the chemistry of the water. Although this style has become popular among New England brewers, New England IPAs need not be brewed in New England. They are sometimes known as Northeastern IPAs or hazy IPAs. Did you see their source? If you click the source button. Well, that would be burst out. <laughs> goes to Wikipedia. Goes to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> India Pale Ale. As my English teacher told me in high school, you can't believe. Well, that was like cliff notes and stuff. But. I was about to say, there was not <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia. No, there wasn't. Back school. then, there were like three people editing Wikipedia. Now there's a little more. I don't think there was a Wikipedia. I think you got on a GeoCities account and some guy that was wearing a tinfoil hat in his basement told you about what he yeah. thought. I had a GeoCities website. Ooh. And an Angel Fire website. Do you all remember Zanga? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a drop. Thank you. My Live journal. Yikes. And then, and then MySpace and you know your first friend was always Tom. <laughs> Hmm? That face you make when you're not being grailed by a yeah, professional yeah. hearing. Right. Grailed? <laughs> what? Grailed. Grailed. Well, grailed. Yeah. <laughs> we should all just go back to MySpace and Zenga. There we go. Anyway, so back to Three Nations. <laughs> it's a great brewery. Yeah, this it one uh, we'll I, I picked up just a few hours ago from Cool Keg. So this is a, a fresh pour in a sanitized growler. So... They say that you should drink this fresh. This is about as fresh as we can get. Well, from a keg. Yeah. We don't know how old the keg is, but I know the the growler is an hour and a half old. I think this is the lightest one that we've had. It is still very hazy, uh, but it is a light orange color. Still fairly hazy. Yes, indeed. The head has not gone away. Not a lot to yeah. smell. The aroma is not very present. However, I am getting you know the light notes of citrus and fruit and yeah, yeah. I get the orange notes. If yeah. we uh, took citrus. the uh, eleven or the ten on the uh, juicy scale on that epic can and turned it down to about four, then I think that's what we got here. It's very similar, but it's uh, do it again. Pretty weak. There's a Tyrannosaurus outside my Jeep. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. This one... it's a very similar smell, but it's but it's not very strong. Right. Now the flavor. Well, yeah. uh, this one. It's <laughs> it's not it's not as bitter. It's not as anything. He didn't even get it. No, I was ignoring it. No, um, not you. Hmm? Oh, what? Not he was you. talking about Pow Pow. No, I know. I heard the drop. Oh, <laughs> we were ignoring it. Anyway, um, I'd say it's a little more bitter than the Sam, but not nearly as bitter as the Franconia. So it's kind of in that same realm as the Epic was. This one's pithy again, not but as it, much so. Yeah. But it has more of the juicy fruit character, yeah. that you'd expect. Yes, but I do agree. Like the pithy, yeah. kind of warm mouth feel. Bitterness. Well, this is also the the highest alcohol. Would would you say seven point eight? Seven point three, and it's close to being. We were all wrong. Seven point five. It's close to being the IBU, right? Epic was seventy. 
Is that right? And this one's like 55? Yeah. Yeah. So this one's significantly more than Franconia in New England, but not as much as Epic. Alcohol volume. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one might be the most balanced of all of them, but it's not really displaying yeah. any characteristics other than, once again, wait for it. It's hazy with a big white head, <laughs> right? Which is I, the I mean, most important part. It does have some juicy notes, but it's not like <clears throat> extra juicy. Yeah. Wouldn't you want it extra juicy? This style just feels really formulaic. You know, that's yeah. It's hazy with a big white head. Yeah, but it's it's just every. I, beer... I can. I, I'm now starting to understand why people are so polarized on this subject. Yeah, because I think everybody has an idea about what it should be, but no one but, really knows. Right, sure. but nobody really knows, and so you're like, no, this. I mean, it's just not. It's not right. It's yeah. like okay, so what should it be? Well, it's not this. Well, at this I point, mean, I'm what? basing everything <laughs> off of the Sam Adams version. Mm-hmm. Which not is only the, only it's the only actual New Boston England, one, yeah. <laughs> but because they're it was basing the first it. one we drank. Well, they're basing everything off of Hetty Topper, which we don't have and can't well, get. And so. when I was drinking Hetty Topper, nobody was like peeing their pants in excitement <laughs> over a hazy IPA. Yeah, right. It's like you have to have Hetty Topper; it's really good. Not that's, you have to have Hetty Topper; it's hazy. And it's that's a what I'm saying. Like maybe, beer. maybe yeah. the the idea of the beer is unobtainable perhaps because like, maybe heady topper is going to be a disappointment now that it's right. been so it's like pliny the elder yeah. everyone says that is like the best beer in the world and so you trade away an entire beer fridge to get a two-month-old bottle of it, right and, and then fine. you're just like uh, <laughs> I, you know what i mean like the the, the mm. hype it's it's overhyped like i get it people are ipas were the 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 thing to drink like the hoppier the better, the more bitter the better. Right. And now everybody's tired of it and they're trying to get something different. And here this is. And so now this one's all the rage. Yeah. Well, we also had to bump away from salt. So going back to sweet and fruity seems natural. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you. you there, there are these fads that we're going through, mm-hmm. and I think the beer drinking world is not ready to step away from IPA. I don't think it ever will be. No, and so nope. there, when it, when the beer drinking world is getting tired of IPAs, what do they do? They come up with another IPA. Yeah, it's a wheat beer, but it's real hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. if you can't be a true beer drinker unless you can appreciate an IPA, you know, and I think it's kind of a cop out. Can you talk through the beer fads in history? In history? In, in, in recent history, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I mean, we've because like the first one I can think of is barrel aging stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah right. it was all barrel aged, and then it was you know Triple probably IPA. Probably it was like coffee or something like that, and then you got the IPAs, and then you got your sours, and then well, you had the alcohol boost. Like how yeah. how alcoholic your, can you get it? Your tactical right. penguins and your end of the world. Uh huh. <laughs> There was that one. At what point does sour enter the equation? That one was after the alcohol and IBU yeah. boost <laughs> thing. Yeah, because you, you wanted to see how high the IBUs could be. Right. And yeah, then, but anything over, what, 100, you can't tell a difference in? Yeah, but yeah, there, there, there's, there's, there's like a bell curve. on the side of the can, then... So, diminishing return. Sure. 
Yeah, and then after that, the uh, the sour uh, thing came into in, in, into the uh, into play, and then but then sour led to goza, which yeah. isn't sour, but it's sour. Which was cool because you have people reintroducing <laughs> historical styles, so there was a, a, a neat thing with that. Yeah. Um, and then after that, because uh, Sours was pretty recently, I think New England IPA is the most recent craze. Yeah. I would say that, yeah. And I would anticipate a market flood of these in the coming months here in Texas. Oh, it's already happened. Well, it's, it's starting to happen on the taps, but it's going to happen in the beer stores here soon. Yeah, because it was... Total Wine had two. Yeah. Well, the New yeah, England and the a, Epic. But it's a style that, like they said, is meant to be taken like straight right. away. So. But it, it's going to take a while for that distribution to get down here, probably, if they're coming from the source. But, you know, since it is a new craze, the breweries are brewing them and experimenting with them and tweaking them before they start distributing. So Right. Uh-oh. So as we sip on this one, let's talk about a recipe. Sip. I'm done. Yeah. Me I'm too. Almost there. We also didn't talk about poundability. Oh my god, never mind. Or juice. Poundability at ten. Whoa, hey, Amariani, chill out. Anyway, what's poundability? <laughs> Thank know. you, Anna. That sounded really country. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's anyway. That's Anna. <laughs> I'd give this one a seven. I'm gonna have to agree with seven. Do we have another seven seven to make it a triple seven? Mm. I can Boeing. do eight. I, well, I, I just pounded the mustache. I go to eight. Seppin isn't really a number. Seppin. Yes, yeah, Seppin. I think I go to eight on this just one. Just like Clevin. I think for juice easy. index on this one. My nephew used I think to it say it might match the same atoms on juice index. Yeah, I was thinking Rebel. three, three and a half. Yeah. yeah. Might could be pushed to four, but. I'm going to push the poundability on this one all the way to Lebum. <laughs> level, level. This Might beer goes to, to eleven. This beer goes to eleven. Level. Oh! Uh, one, 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 okay. one, one. <laughs> he wants to read. His yeah, name. this one. Since this is the really easiest one, I mean, it's got to be the ten, right? It really is fairly simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's got to be like a nine, almost pushing a ten. Yeah, Just you guys. Real, yeah, I think soft. I think I agree with that. With that nine now, this has the mouthfeel that mm. they talk about the most of all of them. Yeah, kind of pillowy and stuff. Now, would you say pillowy? Wow, pillowy would be like full bodied. I'd say it's no. not necessarily full bodied, but it's got like the because when you think full body, you think creamy and milky. Yeah, so this is creamy I, I without more, the milkiness. I think it's more like bubbly, but not effervescent. I a pillow is. I wouldn't say bubbly. I'd say it's more like. When I think it's, bubbly, I think effervescent, like a, a triple. Not or small something. bubbles. I'm thinking big bubbles. I'm thinking fat bubbles. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it almost like Huge. feels like it expands in your mouth. Expands. Expands. Expands in your mouth. my beer? <laughs> this is one of those memory foam. Pillows. That's what she said. <laughs> You're like, supposed to be able to poke it. Like it feels like it, it fills your right mouth back. more than it does. That's what she. Exactly. Yeah. So what? What mouthfeel would you give these beers? Medium? Medium. Yeah. Medium uh, full? Medium soft. <laughs> medium quiet. Uh, over easy. <laughs> medium light Gentle. to medium. Medium really does seem about Medium right. rare? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I like they, they medium. That's kind of pillowy. Earlier. They were dripping. Yeah. 
They're kind of medium rare. Be kind of pillowy. Yeah, they're still you, you mooing push, a little bit. You push on the Moo. the fat part of your palm to judge the Moo. the doneness of your steak. This episode, anyway. Oh gone. my god! This episode sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Okay, and we have episode. one more to talk about. We do. So let's yeah, pour that while Travis reads his article. Yeah, we do have uh, this same beer, but it's been uh, triple dry hopped, and I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. Three <laughs> XDH. So I don't know what uh, it's been triple dry hopped with, but I would assume it's the XDH. same. Yeah, put it the, the same strain of hops it was uh, to be with. But uh, as they're pouring it and passing it around, I thought I could talk about a Ooh, little... extra hazy. I thought I could talk about <sighs> a uh, a recipe H. that's in the beer magazine Zymergy. I have in front of me, which is... Zymergy. This one actually comes from Brew Your Own oh, out of the what? October 2016, volume 22, number six. Oh, you're holding a Zymergy magazine behind it. I got two. <laughs> you're Sorry. Yeah, I know. He's double um, handing the you know. double fist. <laughs> and uh, this or, one is actually a, an alchemist recipe, focal banger. Uh, we didn't check the explicit <laughs> box. <laughs> Clone, <laughs> and uh, it's in in, in uh, italics. While this recipe for focal banger, oh my god, has been known to change over the years, the Citra Mosaic Hop combo has been one thing mosaic. that hasn't changed. Pilsner malt has been known to be a part of the grain bill, so feel free to substitute in some for the pearl malt. And ingredients at list uh, for a five-gallon batch, 12 pounds of Thomas Fawcett pearl malt, yeah. 1.2 pounds corn sugar, four milliliters hop shot. So Have they want, seen those before? They want the injection yeah. Yeah. of yeah. hop uh, extract all yeah. the all the flavor and none of the bitterness Whoa. maybe oh okay that's that's a new level i haven't seen it before what those they brought some of those to a brown bottle meeting once and they were, we were tripping. <laughs> they were just it, it was weird and you've got to measure out like but once once you didn't use the whole thing it was basically wasted after that it seemed like yeah so does it come in the little glass things where you get the the, yeah. the syringe and you push you plunge it through the rubber stopper and you no have to i think like, it just came in the syringe i think oh. yeah it's literally a, a syringe and Brenda, this was shot. five years ago so it might be <laughs> different now and then uh it's, so i guess that's your that's your bittering hop edition is an ejection Dang. of a syringe. <laughs> okay. And then 1.5 ounces Citra at zero minutes. Holy crap. All right, so you go from the injection at 60 to nothing. And then 1.5 Citra hops at zero minutes. 2.5 ounces Mosaic hops at zero minutes. 2.5 ounces Citra hops dry hop. 1.5 ounces Mosaic hops dry hop. See, I would substitute so like the citron mosaic for zero? something else. Yeah. Hmm. So y- <laughs> you you squirt in a little hop juice at uh, sixty minutes. <laughs> Just uh, dang it, that's juice. what I was gonna call my beer. Hop juice. juice. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bill Cosby had that already. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, and then the Django's, uh, Django's juice. How about that? Get old pudding pop. <laughs> The yeast seems to be important on this also because they recommend a bunch of yeast strains that I've never heard of before, and I think that's important because yeah, you want Conan, like they talked about you want the the non flocculent yeast because you want all the haze. Right. Yeast. 
Um, so they they recommend the Yeast Bay, uh, parentheses <laughs> Vermont Ale, or oh, I see what they did there. Giga Yeast GY zero five four, parentheses Vermont IPA, or East Coast Yeast ECY two nine parentheses Northeast Ale, or Omega Yeast Labs parentheses DI. PA ale yeast. None of these so I have ever heard of. A bunch before. of small companies got yeah. ahead well, of the game on like clean, non flocculent yeast. I've strains. heard of most of those yeast labs, but never those specific strains. Right. But those are the small. Right. That's not Y yeast. That's not white yeah. labs. That's not safe ale. Yeah, there's yeah. like three things that we use the, the dry yeast we use from Ceph. Yeah. Safil or whatever, and then uh, Y yeast and White Labs. Yeah, but there's a bunch of really obscure things listed here, and I think that even Mangrove Jack I've seen a lot Mangrove more than Jack has been getting a lot more yeah. press. Yeast makes a big difference, but Mangrove oh, yeah. Jack was not on that list. So no. I think I think this is a, kind of a hidden part of it is that you have to use a very specific yeast strain to get. This kind of thing. I tried to brew a a beer like this, didn't come out like it at all. Um, I, I think this I might be I my did. next experiment. I would like to see if I can mm. get like a really thick, juicy, creamy. That's what she said. <laughs> when I made blue milk, that was. I remember blue milk. Oh, what did I do? Because I was trying to find the least flocculent. Like I don't care. You did what some style kind of wheat yeast, didn't you? I think it was a wheat yeast. Yeah, it was. I remember it being. You added Brett. That yes, was later. I did add Brett that later. was later. Yeah, because <laughs> it couldn't. Per be. my suggestion, yeah. <laughs> why do you gotta bring Brett into this? It's not his fault. I know, right? Anyway, so <laughs> okay, people well, drinking both of them already. Let's smell this. No, beer. there's beer in there's there. There's beer in that one. We just figured we'd leave you some beer. Yeah, <laughs> we'd leave you a little bit of beer in that one because, like, you need a full pint of the first one. <laughs> So let's talk about I'm this still, one. I'm still reading the first one. Oh, <laughs> oh my it. god! This one's got some malt in the aroma already. Let's move it on. Wasn't there in the previous one? I do want dilly to say dilly. that oh, oh, <laughs> on the untapped, you know how you can check things for flavor profile? No. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I oh snap! On this one, <laughs> Anna's on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> I am for real. Never meant to anyway, on the untapped <laughs> under flavor profile for this one, hazy, <laughs> hazy is, is on listed. So, so it tastes apparently, hazy. it tastes hazy tastes according hazy. to the untapped world. Uh, I, I watched an episode of Futurama again the other day where he said, "Does anything smell blue?" And I feel like <laughs> tastes hazy is well. Kinda in that I kind of get that. You know, if you say it tastes purple. Like you're drinking Kool-Aid. Purple drink. purple. But purple is a specific Kool-Aid flavor. Purple is a flavor. color, yes. <laughs> Hazy is an appearance, but... Mm, <laughs> I, I, if I was stretched to, I think I could I think I think could follow that. Did Barbara Bush die? She's about to. Okay. Oh, wow, that got negative really quick. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, oh. so this... This is probably, I would say, the haziest one. That okay, we have. it's like hazy as oh, balls time. Oh my god, that's dark, son. No, I didn't like, do that. Jeez. Oh, oh. Oh. Ah. oh 
god. Uh, oh, Paul and uh, that's that's yeah, that's this awful. Is the haziest one so far. So yes, this, this is, is the, this is the haziest balls one hazy times three. Sawyer, you're talking like yeah, you're talking really loud. Let me talk back here. The number of ways that you're separating yourself from the microphone is measured in microns. Uh, <laughs> this reminds me of the agave hey. nectar. In this so this is balls hazy. This is times when the three. podcast starts to go downhill. Yeah, it's, it's got more. It's got more malt aroma. I'm not even drinking the same beer these guys are. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's got to be. What's the alcohol on this one? It's alcohol. The same, I think. Yeah, because uh, I think. So the only difference is the dry hop. So I'm totally. Yes, we don't know yeah. what they dry hopped it with. I, I would assume it's the same strain as what they originally made it with. Yeah, both of them are seven and a half percent. So mm-hmm. if I'm sitting here saying there's more malt in the aroma, then what have I fouled up in my nose? That's <laughs> no, Alfredo. Yeah, I actually agree it. with you. Yeah, there's something like almost well, bready. I, yeah, almost hacker shore esque. <laughs> All right, so adding dry hops is going to cause more uh, nucleation points. So you're going to have more oxidation, uh, maybe a little, a, a small amount of Nuclear? additional fermentation. Nucleation. Okay. N- not yeah. nuclear. A little a little bit of uh, more fermentation. See, I, I don't know that I'd go as far as oxidized. Yeah, I'm not no, 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 cardboard no. or anything. But there is there is something that's different about it that I wouldn't attribute to dry hopping. Uh, right. Unless they were using some weird strain of hops that we don't know yet. Or they were using some kind of Hop-so-ing. English hop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> If they're yeah. using it uh, like a woody English hop, maybe like some kind of dirty hop. I think I could tell you if that was the case. Uh, probably so, but I'm I'm just trying to think about what is it that I could pick up that might be. I, I don't know. I don't know either. That's an excellent question. So I do think I like this one better than the the regular one. The the dry hop, the three times dry hop is better. I'm getting a lot more of a bittering. On this one, I was just gonna say the overall Regular. flavor flavor profile is more. There's so really, more things going on. It's more yeah. complex. I think. Hmm. I'm gonna have a hard time choosing between the two, but these two are my favorite. These are actually just. I, I just like these two beers. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the first one. I, I like a little bit better. It's a little bit less bitter. Had a little bit more of that New England characteristic. Um, they're not not crazy, but like you know, you could. I I don't get juicy from this, which all. is interesting though because you don't get a lot of bittering from a dry hop. No, unless you like put a crap ton, <laughs> then you know just hops in general are going to bitter it. It is amazing, <laughs> but I wouldn't expect more dry hop to make more bitter. I wouldn't either. I do think this one has a little bit more. Body, say to you know, just the juiciness aspect of it. <laughs> what are you doing, Travis? <laughs> he's searching not quite for the sure where you're going with this perfect I'm, one. I'm really not quite sure where he's going with that. Anyway, Nothing seems suspic- like Frado and I are the only ones talking about the beer. <laughs> I just poured the beer that we're trying today. <laughs> it's exciting. I'm sorry, it's what it. It was exciting. Exciting. Kind of like how it's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> how are you feeling over there, buddy? I feel great. You feel tremendous? Oh, that's not that bad. Oh, no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> the appearance is no different from the other one. 
I'd say it's a I, little darker. I would say it's much hazier than the other one. That's I said that quite a while ago. <laughs> Ten minutes. <laughs> quite quite a while. Of course, you're not a fetus. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. That made no sense, but it's well-timed. <laughs> oh, my God. I, What I said was, I think this is the haziest one we've had the entire day. What happened was... And I agreed. But you were busy with your drops and yeah. whatever, so you didn't hear any of that. But. I like the flavor of this one a lot. <laughs> Oh, I do too. I uh, I this one. I, I think made, this is my favorite one of the yeah, day. It's I, pulling away the more I drink it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting and, because you know that Sam Adams being in New England, you would think they would have a handle on what New England well, IPA was. Farmers Branch is so far north of here; it may as well. Be. <laughs> <laughs> but up until up until this one, the Sam Adams was my favorite one. I'd agree. Yeah, because um, it was really rich, really juicy. Yeah. The other ones were just kind of like, we're going to try this, but we don't want to get too far away from what we think is normal. I think they stayed safe with it, and Three Nations took it the extra mile. I think the other ones had the appearance down, but past that didn't. Right. Like the aroma flavor kind of let off. It was a hazy IPA with a big white head. Yeah. Yeah. And nailed that. <laughs> like, okay, this looks like it's awesome. And then yeah, once you put it, it works, <laughs> but it wasn't. Then I disagree well, you know, with everything that's been said. Then you just no, no, I don't. Um, yeah, if uh-huh. I had if I had to rank these, I would actually. This is kind of interesting. I would do the the triple dry hopped from Three Nations, then the Sam, then the regular Three Nation. Regular. Regular. Then the epic, and then Franconia is bringing up regular. Okay, so that's exciting. That's different. I uh, I I would agree with the first pick you had, Uh, but then I would bring in epic. I really enjoyed the epic. That was very nice. And then the regular, and then the regular, regular. No, it's it's not regula. It's regula. So really, regular. Regular. Yep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Travis, welcome, welcome to Brew Styles yeah. Drop Showcase. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, so slightly you? roasted nibs. Oh, no. God. Travis, are you going to give us your rankings on the beers? <laughs> or are you just going to keep? Or am I going to have to unplug? To do it am I have to have to unplug you again? So uh, my rankings are. I actually like the regular. Join us next week when we have better content. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Blue Bonnet. We can save that for perpetuity. Oh, goodness. We are trying to give content. Uh, What's that? And you keep hitting the buttons. I like the regular, and then I like the three X dry hop. Then I like the Epic, then Sam Adams, then Franconia. So Interesting. There we go. I just It's just personal taste. I, I, I actually, for some reason, I like the more subtle characteristic of the of the regular one a little bit better. Um, you can't tell him he's wrong. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, nope. But it's interesting, though, because even what I said before contradicts my ratings on Untapped. Because I ranked the Sam Adams the highest. I, I think we've learned, especially Travis and I, that the uh, your situation is your rating. Yeah, 
Yeah, which I get. And the, when we cracked open the same Adams, it was the first thing we had. I was like, this is fantastic. It's yep. juicy. It's fruity. It's, you know, it tastes hazy. <laughs> it tastes hazy. According to Untapped, that's how do you taste hazy. Um, uh, on, you missed that whole conversation. On another note on this three X dry hop, um, as it warms up, I'm getting a lot more alcohol warmth. Um, I, you know, I am too. Yeah, I'm. It I'm did sit on the table more. the whole time we drank the other one. It's entering my it's esophagus true. area right yes. now. Past your tongue. Yeah, past my tongue. So that affects the poundability, which we also have not done on this one. Oh, ten. <laughs> I was going to say eight. It's Anyway, it's pretty what's poundability? D-ace. Country. Uh, <laughs> eight. I'm down at a 7.5 on this one. The more intense flavor characteristics really do affect it for me. Travis? I'm probably at an eight as well. Strokemaster! Yeah. So these have all been a relatively... Regative, what? Regular, pretty, pretty Re- regulatively, <laughs> a relatively high poundability from everyone. Yeah, because it's even not the, strong. Even the Franconia, the yeah. flavor profile itself, generally speaking, is not strong. And when I think high poundability, I think low flavor. Yeah, and if this is like mild orange juice, which it is, yeah, without the acidity. Of orange juice, so here we are. Like, yeah, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think I like the same Adams the best. Huh. And see, that's what I was saying with my my untapped check ins. As far as in the moment checking into it, same <laughs> Adams was the best one. Mm-hmm. But as far as if I want to sit down and enjoy a good beer, the three times dry hopped would be my go to. Yes, same Adams had the the more oh my god <laughs> over the top. <laughs> intense kind of flavors that you you think about the next day it's also worth noting that while these all taste like low pulp orange juice the smallest one was 6.8 percent <laughs> and travis had several beers at cool keg before he came over and they were not small beers no they were not <laughs> the grisette he blamed it on was the only low alcohol beer so far today <laughs> oh my god oh god yeah. Oh my god. Anyway. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah. So when Chris was drunk for an episode and he tried Mr. Wiggles and he said, <laughs> "Oh my god." And then he disappeared and then we heard vomiting sounds <laughs> for the rest of the episode. So I just want to point that out. Uh-huh. There we Here go. We go. <laughs> oh my god. We drank heavily before the episode started though, so that was that's my excuse. Anyway, uh anything else on New England oh. IPA? <laughs> Oh my god! I think I think this is a style that just is maturing New? and becoming a yeah. thing. It's and, a trend. It is a trend, and we are and yeah. we are going to see a lot more. And I'd like to see in about three or four months the options we have in this style and see if there's any derivation and if there's anything better to talk about because I feel like this was we were talking about a lot of the same things with all these beers. It was a little bit difficult to kind of distinguish sure all these i have a feeling that this summer is going to be the summer of new england ipas oh, so maybe yeah <laughs> and actually i'm looking forward to it I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what local breweries can do with this style yeah. I, I think it has a lot of potential the flavor profile i think is 
is very good. Um, it's going to give us something different as far as IPAs go. And I think we have a new entry-level IPA. Yeah. Because this one is very approachable. As I can far, see that. Okay. It's not my favorite style. I, oh, you're talking about as far as drinking, not brewing. Okay. <laughs> right, drinking. For, yeah. I, I think it's a very approachable uh, style for people that, you know, maybe they like half of Weissens. Yeah. Or something of that nature, and they want to try an, an IPA. I was like, okay, well, here, here's this New England IPA. It's going to be fruity and juicy. However, it's going to have a level of bitterness to it to kind of, you know, back up everything. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm really interested to see what some local breweries have to contribute to this style. And, and I think this summer is going to be prime because this is this is a perfect summer beer. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Oh, that's not that bad. Oh, no, that's pretty bad. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Boo Styles, where our topic of discussion was the New England IPA. Tastes hazy. It was <laughs> a hazy discussion, but we finally came to a clear resolution. <laughs> All right. Join us next week whenever we discuss what's on tap. When we go to On Tap. Which is actually a location in Arlington, Texas. Cheers till then! <laughs> Come on!